Welcome to Exploring Sovereignty with Elizabeth, where we speak with heart-centered thought leaders who are curious, conscious on pathways to set yourself free. And I'm in studio with Kelly Wagner, my guest co-host, who is from The Being Curious Show, The Edge, Community for Higher Consciousness, and is always growing, expanding, and creating beautiful platforms for people. And I'm so grateful that she is here in studio with me. Thank you, Kelly. Hello, Elizabeth. Welcome to your first show. How exciting. Super exciting. Oh, my gosh. The room's getting full. Just letting everybody (laughs) know. They're all excited for you. I'm so excited to be here. Congratulations and welcome to the AM 950 family. It is such a great experience. We've got Patrick, our major DJ in the back, and then we've got Brett. I mean, it's a a good day. We have Chad, who runs the place. Got to say thanks to Chad. He is so generous in letting us, with our beautiful new Sunday time slot. Yeah. It's Sunday Shine. The Sunday Shine. The Sunday, I was like, oh, my goodness. So we're starting at 10 o'clock with candy, the amazing candy of uh, Natural Awakenings and green tea. And then we're here now with you. And then after this show is my show, Being Curious. So just mark your calendars for Sunday morning. Grab some tea. Move into some coffee or whatever. And just have some fun for three hours with us. Yeah, we are delighted that you are here. And and I owe a big thank you to Kelly, too, because I started out coming as a guest on her show for being curious and then guest co-hosting and then bringing guests on her show. And finally, <laughs> her and Chad were like, maybe you should just do your own show. I think you need your own show. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. Okay, so Elizabeth, we are here today. And I want people to get to know you and your brilliance. And you are an author. You are a mom. Oh, my gosh, to four boys. Like That's true. Like this one, is true. Two, one, two, three, four. Like you had to count them. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> right? You are a yogi. You are into natural, just just different modalities. You are a teacher at the community or, excuse me, the School for Higher Consciousness. You are a part of the community for higher consciousness. You are an edge contributor and columnist. Like, oh, my gosh, how do you sleep? But let's... Tell this audience, as they're exploring you and meeting you and dancing with you, tell us about you. Wow. Um, well, that's that's quite the list. Uh, I am, And we have 13 minutes. <laughs> so go. <laughs> I am a, a deeply curious human being um, who has delighted in learning many different things um, to, first of all, like, support myself. Um, I, I grew up in a family where Western medicine, um, my dad was a doctor, my mom was a nurse, and uh, there were five of us. And um, definitely respect those modalities and got curious on my own healing path with having alopecia, uh, which is unexplained hair loss. Um, and how would your dad, when you go home, like, so you have the dad, that's a, that's, what, what did he, what was his specialty? Uh, orthopedic surgeon, sports med. Oh, okay. So, okay. And then your mom? She was a nurse um, for a bit and she worked in different um, parts of nursing. You know, she worked in birthing and uh, labor and delivery. And then she worked more general um, and for, I believe, a pediatrician for a little bit. And then once she had all of us. Um, she was nursing at home. <laughs> oh my goodness! So, so when, as you were going through your curiosity, 
what would questioning and discussions with your father and mother be like when you were when you were Western because that's what they were trained in, right. and they were also doing this in the sixties and seventies and eighties, right? And then you're coming in going. What about herbs and what about breathing and what about natural and what about being a yogi and and let's talk about the moon and how right. did how did that sit with them how did those conversations go You know actually my mom she started in uh to yoga in the 70s and so she bought me my first yoga book and I would sit in my room and like look at the pictures you know it was a kids yoga book and try to mimic that um and uh They actually are open to it, but they just didn't have pathways into those realms because they had been so heavily trained in the other realm, and um, and that was their livelihood. So, uh, at one point, my as I was learning somatics and uh, supporting my dad with some back issues, he was like, "I wish I would have had this. I wish I would have known this when I was a practicing physician, because I would have, you know." Well, orthopedics right. back. The modality is different in orthopedics. The modality might be some PT. Um, PT's more on the forefront now. and um, But it's, you know, casting or surgery or um, that's the modality. And we'll it's, fix it. Yeah, and we'll fix it. And it's brilliant when you need it. Um, but it's not the only beginning and end. And I think for, you know, my highly curi- curious nature and having – Um, an autoimmune condition that didn't necessarily have a solve brought me into lots of different arenas where um, I started to, you know, one of the things I think about any unease or dis-ease is the underlying condition of stress because stress takes us out of our natural state of health Mm -hmm. and the self-healing capabilities that our human body has great potential for like we haven't even tapped into the full potential of our human bodies and no computer or robot or any other modality can supersede it like the level of consciousness that a human can move into i don't think has fully been expressed at least in this current lifetime of mine (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I think we're on the verge of it happening and I, seeing it. Absolutely. Okay. Which excites me about having this show because I want people who are, like, curious and, like, how do we shift into a higher level thinking and feeling state? How do we manifest more aligned with love? How do we share ideas and hear one another without meaning that, you know, because we have a difference of opinion, we can't be connected and um, actually, how do we stay connected even having a difference of opinion? Well, okay, I think this is great for show one. It's kind of like COVID. We just got through it. And people were really, really divided. Oh, no, I promise I won't go too crazy on it. Oh, yeah. But if, if and I was in a position with the magazine and with the, the communities that I run with, I and I and I explore and I, and I network with, I got to meet people on every single spectrum. Like, Absolutely. Like, totally, like you couldn't. I couldn't make it. And I had to find a way to float down the river and I had to hold space over here and hold space over here in different different um, areas with different people. And people wanted to share that with me. And I think I really navigated that. Um, nobody knew my personal views. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I stayed, I held space for both, both sides because it really was 
it was there was size was there wasn't polarizing. a lot of, it was polarized yeah. and and I think we could do that more and it doesn't have to be COVID but I think with courageous conversations and I think that's something that you're going to bring to the airwaves and this show I I, I went did you like that I yeah I kind of went like this and then I kind of plopped you down yeah right? absolutely um yeah I mean I think with anything where it's I mean <laughs> one of the things at least for me it was like. I got curious, you know, I'm not going to go too far into the COVID example, but I got curious during that time frame of how do I get to read many different voices? Because I was hearing one voice and I was hearing one voice. And then you had your own beliefs. And then I had my own beliefs and thoughts and curiosities and then had certain hypotheses that I was trying to, like, explore of, like, if this happens and I do this, will I stay well and, you Mm -hmm. know, whatever. Um, And I... I noticed during that time that often people on one side or the other weren't willing to talk to one another or they were only willing to read what was reinforcing that thought. And they're making assumptions and making assumptions about the other. Right. And as soon as we other someone, Mm -hmm. we're causing a divide. But the only people it benefits are those that we're giving our power away to. Yep. And we're at a time where it's really about us coming into our inner knowings. And it might not always make sense of why we feel the way we feel immediate in that moment. But if we're willing to be courageous and stay connected to that higher mind and that, that deeper place, oftentimes we'll be like, oh, that's why I had that gut. That's why I had that knowing. That's why I was so, I had to stay here and hold space. That's why I tried to have conversations with lots of different people. Mm-hmm. And I think oftentimes when we're trying to have conversations where it's kind of in a polarizing space, uh, if people are in their lower brain, their hind brain, which is our fight or flight, they're not going to be in a space to actually hear it. And one of the ingredients to move people, including ourselves, our own being, out of the fight or flight is curiosity and slowing down and even slowing your breath. Breath is magic. Right. So that you can start to move out of fight, flight, freeze, or fawn, mm-hmm. which are, you know, four states that keep us in survival mode. And we want them when we need to be in survival mode. But if we stay in survival mode for too long, too far, too deep, it will cause us pain, suffering, disease, and chronic conditions. And so how do we move out of that so we can be in conversation mm-hmm. and be curious and hear one another without saying, oh, you're bad because you think X yeah. or I'm bad because I think D. Bye. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, and something I tried to do is believe that everyone was trying to do the best they could for themselves and their family. And Absolutely. Whether I was just Pollyanna telling myself a little story, I don't care, but that's how I led with every conversation. And I tried to be curious and I, I really honored. I well, mean, it's I, positive intent, right? There like, we go. how do we support? And, you know, I speak about this on other shows, but how do we support each other being, you know, with some positive intent? Like, Kelly's probably not trying to harm herself or me, and I'm Elizabeth isn't trying to harm herself or others, but based on what we're paying attention to and the knowledge that we have at this moment, it makes this sense. And I can't 
inflict that on other people mm-hmm. and other people shouldn't or hopefully don't com- inflict that on me. It's a, it's a sense of what's if there was a one size fits all for anything, then, yeah, sometimes that would how do I want to say it? Then it, that there might have been a certain answer. But um, but oftentimes the just right stimulus for me to get out of stress isn't the just right stimulus for Kelly to get out of stress. Nope. And same thing with, you know, there's a reason that, like, some people are allergic to strawberries and some people aren't. And so we have to stay in a compassionate realm. And I know sometimes if I see something coming down the 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 river that feels dangerous, it might flip me into, oh, my gosh, everyone needs to know. And I've had to even back up and just be like, okay, take a deep breath. How yeah. can I share it in a way people might be able to hear it or get curious about it? And when do I need to share it and when do I not? Mm. Like when do I need to speak up? When do I don't? That's powerful. So what does sovereignty mean to you? Oof. Many things. I mean, um, for me, it's... You have two minutes. Go. Okay. <laughs> for me, sovereignty, you know, I helping... I've found more freedom within myself the more that I've done my own healing and let go of adverse childhood experiences and help transform that into, like, what my body was trying to tell me. Um and has led me into being curious about different modalities and being trained deeply in those modalities. Um, I, I, I'd like to think I'm a student for lifetimes, but also with that desire to learn and share and be in connection and conversation with each other, that each of us has something to bring to the table. And, and my pathway towards getting free from things that harmed me or haunted me, um, it's going to look different than Kelly's pathway. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm curious, like, how have you gotten free? You know, like, and, and how do we learn from each other's journeys in a way that allows us, um, opportunity to grow into higher states of consciousness so that we as a collective can be at our brightest, boldest, happiest, joyful, selves and not um and by doing so others also just naturally rise to that vibration absolutely okay so what kind of people are you gonna have on the show well i mean i hope to have a diversified grouping of (laughs) people who are you know who are thought leaders and who are doing their own journey into how they're getting themselves freer and stepping more into their gifts, talents, and attributes. Um, so whether it's healing practitioners, um, authors, poets, writers, uh, teachers of different modalities, um, people Western, exploring their own sovereignty. Yes. People exploring their own sovereignty, Western, Eastern, all types of people. Um, on all fronts and can we hold space for that I think I think we can I think it's fantastic well welcome to Elizabeth's show how exciting okay take it from here <laughs> thank you Kelly <laughs> exploring sovereignty with Elizabeth on Sunday shine at 11 mm-hmm.
We're back with Exploring Sovereignty with Elizabeth and guest co-host Kelly Wagner from The Being Curious Show and The Edge. And she is up after this show, so stay tuned for Being Curious with Kelly and Brian. Woohoo! Show one! <laughs> this- Segment two, show one! You did it, lady! <laughs> Indeed. Exciting. Super exciting. Oh my goodness. Okay, so you are a student of so many different beautiful things. Like, right? Yep. Like, who knew how important the pelvic floor was? Like, let's, well, I think you should do a show on that. I really do. Like, <laughs> So Kelly's getting at that um, I support people healing their pelvic floors and neuromuscularly retraining and re-educating them um, through somatics, Thomas Anna somatics and yoga and Ayurveda, um, which I've learned. What's your favorite modality to play in or is it just all of them? It really depends who's before me. Like, yeah. what does the person need? Why, why are they coming to me? And, and what are they, you know, what, what do they need support with? I, I really believe that I partner with people. Mm-hmm. Like, my hope is that I work myself out of jobs, yeah. <laughs> so to speak, right? That you get what you need and learn what you need to do for your soma, which is body, mind, spirit unified um, from a Greek perspective, from a Sanskrit perspective. There are many definitions to that. But um, anyway, that would. So you're also very intuitive. Tell us about your intuitive gifts and abilities. Um, so I get knowings. Um, so I think everyone's intuitive. I think everyone's Absolutely. psychic. And I think that a lot of times um, we've shut that gift down because of the environment we may have been in or been raised in or been told to disregard that, like, you know, what's on the page, memorize right. that, right? And so I think, you know, just to to start off, I think everyone has psychic gifts and abilities. Um, I have a ebook on my website on that, but um, we also teach a class called Intuitive Development 1 and 2 through the School for Higher Consciousness. You can't take a knife that is rusty and, you know, has been forgotten and then just do surgery on it. I mean, even if it's a surgical, like, right? Right. But if you sharpen it and you clean it and you, and you, you know, you know what I'm saying. I'm seeing yeah. pictures, but you actually do something with it. Right. And it, insert knife, insert any sort of tool. You can't right. just have it and then just all of a sudden. The more you use your intuition, the stronger it becomes. The more available it is to each of us, it's always there. Uh, probably you're using your intuitive gift naturally without even realizing that that is an intuitive gift because there's many kinds. Trusting your gut. Yeah, trusting your gut, trusting. your inner knowing, right? Um yeah, there's all these words and phrasing that comes that to describe that feeling of intuition. And there are many different ways that people experience in their intuitive gifts. Um, there are eight common ones, but, you know, typically people, if we get narrow it down granular. a little bit, granular, yeah, um, people might see things, hear things, feel things, know things. Those tend to be the top four. Um I would say mine are knowings. I tend to get a lot of knowings. Um, And then feeling and sensing. Um, So, uh, Do you see colors? I do. Oh, I'm working working on that. I'm I'm starting to get a little bit of of that. And then I get hearings a lot. Okay. I would say my clairvoyance is a gift that I shut down a long time ago, and I'm gradually bringing back. Bring it on back. So um, I do see things, and but I see colors more than I see full reels of film um, at this juncture. But I'm, I'm working on it. Okay. 
See? Yeah. Uh, we're, sharpening where you, our tools. we're sharpening our tools. Yeah. Uh, whereas Kelly, you, you're more clairvoyant. Yeah. And what else? I mean, sure. I know you have plentiful of intuitive gifts, oh, but no. what, how would you describe it? I, I have the knowings as well. I mean, that's, that's, um, I, uh, remote viewing is kind of a fun, like, but, but it's honoring and it's quite, it's, it's always making sure that you have that ceremony with the person that you're working with. Uh, permission. I'm, permission. Excuse me. What did I say? Ceremony. There we go. Wrong word. Thank you. That's when I start to channel. It's kind of crazy. Um, but <laughs> I'm able to go into a situation when someone asks me and I have it, what I describe as like my yellow brick road and I can dial into the yellow brick road. I also see a lot of pictures. So yeah. and really, and that's something that Maureen Higgins of Wings of Freedom, who we're going to have on in the next segment has really helped us and mm-hmm. something she told me about eight years ago is you've got to get to know your pictures so now I can work when I work with clients I can see pictures so Yellow Brick Road's one of them uh, Alice in Wonder- Wonderland doors are something that I've been seeing a lot lately mm-hmm. and I can choose what door to go through mm-hmm. um, and so like what are the symbols oh sorry yeah no, so like Maureen's getting and told you eight years ago like know your images so you can understand the symbols and the communication it's like a shorthand with our yes. guides, right? Yes, and, and because, your higher self. And when I work with people that don't speak English and they come through, um, and I have to say, please, I don't speak that language. I need, I need English. And sometimes there's a little, there's a frequency because English is not high vibrational. So then, then I'll ask, please show me some pictures, or let me hear something, or smell something, or give me a different sign. Yeah. And then, then that's the. Um, uh, that's 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 the ceremony. That's the ceremony. Oh my gosh, that's the give and take with yep. uh, the messages and yeah. and how they come in. Yeah, I'll even in in a, a gallery or a reading with other people. I'll uh, I'll be shown something I don't understand it. I'm like, you got to do it so I can understand it. Please stop. And they'll they'll turn around and then come back and show it in a way that I'm like, oh okay, now I get what you're saying. And and I think the nice thing about using intuition with data and knowledge is that it ends up confirming things a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's one thing I really appreciate too, that Maureen has mentioned, you know, she's like, well, you know, also now go see and like, does it like, is there information that supports what you're getting? Well, one of my pictures is a hot air balloon. So I can see the hot air balloon and I can, and everyone's hot air balloons different, but then what is the fire that the hot mm-hmm. air balloon? So I can see how much someone, are you kind of pulling on it? But then I'll have clients that are just like, putting all of their weight, trying to pull it so the gas goes up. But then I can see the basket, and on the basket I can see, I don't know why, it's they're tied cement blocks. And then I can also see if the string is tied to the basket and to the ground or not. So I look into all three of those, four of those things, and I can dial in on what we're trying to get. What does that tell you? Some people's hot air balloon are just floating away. So I know that they're, they're either working on it and free um, without little effort. But if someone is... They they have the balloon. They're they're pulling on it, but then I see a lot of cement um, blocks, and then they're tied to it. Then I'll go into the blocks, and then the blocks. Sometimes we get I see a golden scissors. We cut the knife. We we deal with the situation. We cut it off, and then sometimes the the string will just let go once we address a couple of those blocks. Cool. Not that something you can do in like five minutes. Those are longer sessions, but yes. I'll know if they're tethered, and we cut those blocks, and then they release up. Then then we're on the right track. Awesome. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pictures. No. Yeah. It's important to know how your intuition works and what the messages are. Okay. So something that you're really good at is guiding people in with um, some beautiful guided imagery. I and I, I have a feeling that you're going to do some shows that we're going to be some really I, mm, pivoting. You're going to give people tools. 
Yeah, in that's a really my curious hope. way. And that's I think that not only are you going to bring thought leaders in and creating a safe space for people to be vulnerable and, and share their stories, but also giving gifts like the example of the pelvic floor, but um, gifts to pe- for listeners to play back and to record and to put a part of their daily practice. And is there anything that you'd want to, in our beautiful segment, share with people and sure. bring them through? Sure. One of I the- stumbled on that. Sorry, man. No, you're all good. Um <laughs> We're human, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's what we're doing here. Okay. Um, So one of the things that I really enjoy um, supporting people with is uh, getting a sense of um, back into that self-healing state and a sense of relaxation. And so let's just take the last few minutes of this segment to experience some guided uh, relaxation and imagery uh, that might support you that you could do you know, as before you go to bed or when you wake up or if you have a middle of the day break. And so if you're, you know, seated or you can choose to lay down on the ground, whichever supports your um, system coming into uh, contact with the earth and surrendering your weight to the earth and allowing the earth to support you and feeling that connection between your earth body and Gaia. And becoming aware of the space that your body occupies by gently outlining your body from head to toe to head. You can outline it with any healing color of light that supports you in this moment. And as you bring that healing color of light in and become aware of the space your physical earth body is taking, we'll ask that you connect optimally up to your higher self, that place that gives you all the answers and the knowings and the wisdom as you need it, not before, and invite your higher self to connect in with you in a clear, calm, focused way. Feeling that sensation of connecting up and grounding down. We'll invite your higher self to pinpoint the mind that may still be in the external world and inviting it to be cleansed and purified of any conditions or patternings that no longer serve you, almost like it's being given a gentle wash back to its luminous nature. Invite the mind to take a seat within the body. Almost like you're gently spreading it out throughout the entire body. And any place that you feel any tension, you can smooth out by directing your awareness there. And even as your awareness goes, that is also where your breath goes. So allowing your breath, your prana, that vital life force energy to go into that space, smoothing it out. And becoming aware of your breath as a gentle rise or expansion as you draw prana, vital life force energy in through the nostril floor. And a gentle return to your deep center as you exhale, 
the breath out through the nostril floor. Witnessing the breath for the next three breaths. With each inhalation, bringing in the optimal energies for your own self-healing state, aligned with love. And with each exhalation, releasing anything that needs to leave, transform, be let go of. Noticing as you inhale, the earth exhales because you're a microcosm of the macrocosm. And as you exhale, the earth inhales. The dance between the inner and the outer. And allowing your body to move into some deeper relaxation state, withdrawing the energies from the tip of the toes, up the leg bones, into the hips, pelvic floor, all the way back to the navel center. Withdrawing the energies from your fingertips, up the arm bones, to the shoulders, all the way back to the heart center. Withdrawing the primary sense organs at the face, all the way back to the center of the forehead. Softening the forehead, horizontally letting it broaden and widen and lengthen. And allowing your awareness to drop into the heart space and letting the heart space expand into the center of the center there. Resting in that space that's beyond quality or duality. Resting in your divine nature that spark of light that illuminates your whole being and essence. Allowing yourself to nourish and replenish. And staying here for as long as you'd like or gently bringing your awareness with any messages from the center of the center back to the space around you, allowing that energy to flow from the center of the center up and down that energetic midline with your next inhalation and with that exhalation spreading from the center out to the tips of the toes, the fingertips, the sense organs, and the space that your body, mind, and spirit occupy on this earth plane. This is Exploring Sovereignty with Elizabeth and guest co-host Kelly Wagner from The Being Curious Show and The Edge. Stay tuned. (music) 
This is Exploring Sovereignty with Elizabeth, where we speak with heart-centered thought leaders who are curious and conscious on pathways to set yourself free. And today we're in studio with Kelly Wagner, my guest co-host, and Maureen Higgins, another guest co-host. Maureen Higgins is from Wings of Freedom and the School for Higher Consciousness, and Kelly is from Being Curious and The Edge, and this is Elizabeth Sullivan from Exploring Sovereignty and Soma Soul Sovereignty. That's a mouthful. It is a mouthful. But I feel like I know where I'm at. Right. Okay. Sometimes we got to orientate in time and space. Okay. Yeah. That's right. Oh, we know where that's we are now. Let's go. Okay. We know where we are in this dimension. Chop, chop, everybody. Chop, chop. We and have so, to do. We have a really fun little uh, segment ahead of us. We do. And, and Maureen is going to share some of her gifts of clairvoyance with us. And Maureen, wondered if you could share what any messages that the guides and higher selves have for the collective around sovereignty and, and why sovereignty is important in higher consciousness? Oh, here they come. All right. So I always see, too, that what, what, what a lot of us call the galactics, which are uh, guides that are helping our planet at this time, helping humanity at this time, that they tend to show up for these type of questions. So let's just see what they have to say. Do, do, do. Maureen has on her website ask three questions. I so think that's we're, brilliant. We're asking a question. Oh, I've, I've, I've dialed in with that. That's a great thing to have. It is a great thing to have. Well, what I'm getting from them is that, you know, a lot of these galactic beings are here to help free us up. Like we've been on this planet in a sense, you know, they've called it before and they're calling it again, like a slave planet, meaning that we haven't been free. We've been we were in matriarchy for 23,000 years, patriarchy for 5,200 years, which means that we weren't free to be our full self, right? And so we felt tied up and, and had to follow certain beliefs and so forth. And they're saying that we're, we're probably about two-thirds of the way through um, moving into this, what we're calling sovereign state. And they're showing, too, that, that we've been locked into certain beliefs because they've been survival skills so to speak that we've had to had to believe in some of the 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 different collective beliefs on how to live our life that that are based on societal religious and so forth beliefs because in the past if we didn't the monarchy would say you know you're gonna we're gonna kill you if you don't believe xyz or the way, yeah yeah or torture you or whatever and that we're moving into the the understanding that we're all a part of the divine. And so they're, they're helping to bring in energies now to help wake us up that, okay, we've been doing this play of sorts, this movie of, of uh, what it's like to be unfree so that we can move into the state of freedom, which is our true nature. Check. <laughs> I think I saw it in one of the spinoffs on Star Wars, too, where they woke up that they were on a slave planet. I can't remember which spinoff. It's not one of the original three, which are my faves. But yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, OK. OK. So call it as you may, slave planet or just we're not free. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then and then. Right. Yeah. So we do our inner our inner work to start to get ourselves free. Right. And as each one of us do it, it benefits. We get to a tipping point in the collective where that old paradigm is no longer needed or or can be supported. I mean, it, it basically transmutes or 
you know, what's the word? Transforms. That's the word I'm looking for. Transforms. Okay, right. Maureen. So we got that. We've, I mean, you called them all in. <laughs> is, I mean, like, I'm just like, I'm seeing the stadium seating, which is always, always delightful. <laughs> As you've collected, after you've checked in with the collective, see, this is where I start chanting. I do this on my show too, and I start seeing pictures. It's just totally. like really it's hard, hard to it's be hard on the radio. To, it's hard not to channel. <laughs> well, you get the three of us together. Okay. Does the, um, if, would you do a little mini check in on Miss Elizabeth for us? Is there any messages uh, from here, there, and anywhere that they would like to share? Maybe around oh. even the show. Oh, there we go. Starting the oh, show. Either one. But, you know, this is a new show and a new endeavor for me, exploring sovereignty. Well, what what you do too when you're when you want to check? Since I'm not in the studio with the two of you, so I'm going to ask that Elizabeth Sullivan's higher self and energy field is in the room with me, so she's energetically here, so that her higher self can give me any messages on. She's and like, you on ha- yeah, 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 yeah. You have to have the person's permission, just oh, yeah. for listeners. Yeah, my permission, like, <laughs> right? No, thank you very much. Yeah, we we got permission because she's right there. And I said, <laughs> check in. That's true. You wouldn't want to do this for just anybody. You have to get permission. Thank you for saying that, Elizabeth. Just for our listeners who might be learning at the moment. Yeah, for sure. Thank you for bringing that up. Because you, you don't want to just check on somebody without their permission. Because who wants to be spied on, right? Nobody. Yeah. Nobody. And it actually will make someone feel anxious and unsettled. So you don't, yeah, want, you don't want that karma. <laughs> totally. <laughs> but if we were to, because Elizabeth wants a reading on herself, we got permission. And so we'll see what Elizabeth says on this. Well, I'm seeing that your higher self is saying that one of the the things that you wanted to do in this lifetime was to help people understand that they are free and that even though freedom doesn't seem to be there all the time, that we have had an unfree, you could say, population, et cetera, that our birthright is freedom and that you have come in to help understand it for yourself and pass that along to others that that you that just that knowledge that it's possible to be free in many different ways many different levels mm-hmm. and so that's you could say part of your mission in this lifetime part of your purpose your life purpose thank you that really resonates cuz i really feel like we're each born like with the birthright to be free and to be in our fullest potential and to manifest that and i think I know in my own experience, sometimes I've gotten caught in an eddy, like around a story or a condition or a false belief. And then as I release that and get myself free from it, it's like more and more of my potential shows up. And I see that with others all the time, too. Totally. Yep. Yeah. Well, um, what about what about for Kelly here? Do you know? Any, any, if Kelly's open to a check. Nope. Never open to a check with Maureen. Nope. <laughs> For anyone who doesn't know Kelly, that's a little bit of sarcasm and a, a lot sarcasm. of humor. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're going to have, because we have permission from Kelly, we're going to ask that Kelly's higher self and energy field comes into the room with me so that Kelly is energetically here. And we'll send Elizabeth, well, we'll put Elizabeth to the side in case you have any other questions. For sure. We want Kelly's higher self to, to answer the question. Um, any message that Kelly's higher self wants to, for Kelly to know that's important for her at this time, particularly all that she's doing with the edge and the curious, being curious show and, and all the different things she's doing with clients, any message? Well, part of what you've come to is to show people that even though things can be serious, that you can have fun. <laughs> that, you don't have to, that seriousness doesn't have to be there. Even with some of the more difficult things in life, you can have you can make things lighthearted and fun because every nothing is really that serious. Everything is temporary. Everything is 
for a short a short spurt of time. And so you're really good at noticing that and helping people lighten up when there's something like a serious topic, you can lighten it up, you can bring them into feeling happier and lighter about it. And just by the act of doing that, that people feel better about even themselves and what their past has been like. So you've got a real lighthearted way of doing it. And that's part of your purpose. And, uh, you know, to, and to lead people into this higher consciousness uh, knowledge too, by bringing in many voices. Great. Absolutely. Okay. How does, well, that, how does that resonate, Kelly? Well, it helps that I have a magazine and a radio show, so I think she's kind of <laughs> spot on. <laughs> what about, like, you know, is there any message from the guides or our higher selves? Um, the three of us. I see a triad. Yeah, I see a, a triad. triad. Is there something for the triad for the three of us to know? That's why Elizabeth didn't leave when I was... Totally. Yeah. I just, I like scooted <laughs> over and like sat down. I've like, like, and she's like, totally. Okay. Hi guys. Well, then what I would do for the three of us is I would say, okay, we can be like a group consciousness of higher selves. You know, the three of our higher selves can act as a group consciousness of sorts. And let's ask our higher self as a group, you know, any message about the three of us, perhaps like our connection or, or anything that would, and that what we're doing. Yeah. Want us to know. Well, it's showing that we're we're three pieces of a bigger puzzle that's all connected to the same thing. Mm-hmm. That you know we're all here, you know, for the for the purpose of bringing people into freedom in different variety of ways, mm-hmm. and that each of us are, you know, you could say leaders of our own um, puzzle piece. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take a puzzle piece. Okay. I'm a leader of my puzzle piece. <laughs> You're a leader of your puzzle piece. But it's it's showing that it's each puzzle piece is very important to the bigger puzzle. And it's showing a lot of other puzzle pieces with people that either we know or will know or have known that have created this mosaic of beauty that all of us together are creating this what we could call a new era of what many call ascension, which ascension simply just means we're moving into a higher consciousness of freedom, recognizing that. I, you know, kind of the guides were saying we've been on a slave planet. Well, in a sense, I think of that as a slave planet would mean that we don't realize that we're free. Right. You know, that we, we forgot. We forgot yep. that, that we've been tied up for various reasons. And that by changing our beliefs, by changing, you know, the way we're feeling or thinking about things, our higher selves are showing that each of us is finding different ways to help people understand that they are sovereign, that they are that they, they are unique and that each person's gifts and talents matter. There's no competition. There's no, there's no model of saying that, you know, there's no hierarchical model. Some people may take a lead in certain areas, but there's no power hierarchy. There's more of just a uh, kind of giving directions. There could be somebody that's chosen that, but this new model is that each puzzle piece matters in the whole scheme of, of the collective moving forward into higher consciousness. Yeah, that's beautiful. Stunning. Right? Yeah. And I think, you know, great beauty comes with freedom and sovereignty and authenticity and everyone shining as bright as they can be, but connected and whole. And, you know, we're really moving out of that self-sacrifice model that has been on the planet, like, that way too long. (laughs) Definitely. I totally agree. Because if I'm not in my biggest and brightest self, then I actually am not helping the collective or the community. 
You know, that's really true. I think about, you know, I think it was Marianne Williamson that said that we're more afraid of our, our beauty than, you know, than we are anything, you know, mm -hmm. that we're more beautiful, more talented, more gifted. And then who are we not by playing small? We're, mm -hmm. you know, we're not, we're, we're not helping anybody. We need to role model. I know I'm paraphrasing, but we need to role model to others right. that we each need to be in our, our beauty that by me being my best self gives permission for each person to be their best self. There's no com competition on somebody being better than there's no pie here. There's nobody that has that's going to be short of a slice of pie. <laughs> right. There's pie for everyone. There really and is. it might, it might even be look different. The pies look different for everyone. <laughs> Shapes, tastes, ingredients. Um, yes, say, yes. We all need to be a part of it. Absolutely. Say, is there a message um, too, because the uh, being curious to show and exploring sovereignty with Elizabeth are moving to a new, you know, to the Sunday times, so, so, Sunday with, shine with green. I love that with name. With I green do too. Tea, with green ruffle, tea. Like, Loving Ooh, it. Nice. Yeah. Is there any message around that that would be beneficial and how we, you know, might support the community of listeners and, and this platform being a, a space for diverse opinions and conversation and connection? Well, it's a great time because people are kind of wrapping up their weekend, relaxing and in a more receptive mood to be able to hear new ideas. So it's a perfect time is to have it on a, on a Sunday. And it's showing that people will have a, a very, you know, a length of time where they can find new ideas, new inspirations, and that'll just feed their own inner inspirations and come, so that they can come up with their own ways of looking at life too. It's like you get an idea and then it, 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 it birds a new idea in somebody else, you know? So you're, I see you activating ideas and inspirations within people in nice. a very in a very beautiful time of of the week where people have time for it for the most part. Awesome. That's just great. Okay. Now I'm excited. Me too. I already was, but <laughs> now you're even more. <laughs> exactly. Any final messages? We just have about a little like a minute and a half. Any final messages of inspiration or invitation? for the collective here or anything else that you want to share, Maureen? Or the guides want to share? I know you're transcribing. <laughs> <laughs> well, the kind of the message that comes in is that, you know, believe in yourself, that your, your opinion, your growth matters, and that to be flexible, that as, as we change, our truth changes, no truth is, should be rigidly accepted, that everything's a work in progress. So, Speak your truth, be flexible to your truth, um, you know, join hands with other people that are on this, this, this path of growth. And I think of the, the Hopi elders, they say that, that we should, we are in a time of change, go into the center of the river and flow with the river so that you're able to move to this new era. Some people will be afraid and hold on to the shore, which will make it more painful for them. So join all of the community and those you love in the center of the river and gently float or surrender to this new era as we all move into this higher consciousness together. We are the ones we've been waiting for. Bam. That's it. <laughs> Thank you, Maureen Higgins and Kelly Wagner. And this is Exploring Sovereignty with Elizabeth. Stay tuned as we talk with heart-centered thought leaders who are curious, conscious around pathways to set yourself free.